Did I just wake up? No. Does it look like it? Yes. Um, I've been fiddling around with the new GoPro, and I want to talk about that for a bit. So, there's so many cool things. Okay, first of all, I just want to give a quick rundown, quick, uh, rundown of uh, why I even have the new GoPro and what that's all about. So, um, I had a Hero 5 session, I've had it for about, that one for three years, I've been, I've been vlogging for about four years now, and then so I got a Hero 5 session, which was at that time, um, already a little outdated, uh, by a couple of years, I think, and then, um, within, like, about a year after I got it, the battery was just, like, dying really quick, and I was able to get it replaced. So I had that other Hero, like, the, the Hero 5 session that just died on me, uh, for, like, three and a half-ish years, and just time and wear and tear, natural things, I'm sure it's maybe some unnatural, I don't know, the heat, uh, I think what happened was that the the battery got fried from just overheating, and it happened on a day where it happened to be like over 30 degrees outside, and I was mountain biking and recording video. So it resulted in a lot of files not getting saved properly, damaged files, um, and, and just the whole... And, and then battery issues, too. Like, it just wouldn't record for more than a couple minutes sometimes, and then it would shut off, but I wouldn't know it shut off. So I had a workaround and a fix for the last couple weeks. Somebody reached out... Um, they said, hey, I've got this old GoPro, I really like, you know, watching your videos, it helps me out with mountain biking sometimes, or I, I do um, some riding in Lethbridge, even though I don't live there, whatever, and they said, you know, I just want to give you this GoPro, and uh, this is this is it, this is the Hero 5 Black, and I don't know how much difference it will be in video quality, but I'll talk about that in a second. I'm still getting used to holding it, because like, you know, I'm going to switch hands, it is... It's just a different camera. It is in the same generation, because mine was a Hero 5 session, and this is a Hero 5... Man, that feels way better, but it's my left hand. Uh, but it's... It's almost twice as wide. Because mine was like a cube. Well, I, I guess I could show you that now, because I'm not recording it, but it was like a cube. Whereas this looks more like a really small digital camera. It's a rectangle. And um, it has a touchscreen at the back, and just like... The record button is in a different spot. Whatever. There's, it's just different. So I just need to get used to even just holding it. Because I'm so used to something that weighs less. And it's a cube. The button's like central. And I can touch the back of it because there's no touch screen. I can lock the touch screen on this. Um, but it's kind of a pain for doing other things. So anyway, I'm just getting used to holding this thing. <laughs> this, this thing. Um, but yeah. I just it, it, This fits perfectly within my recording schedule. So... I started explaining that once, and then I think it was one of those times where the GoPro just messed up, and then I was like, I'm not going to re-explain re all that. Basically, I record from Friday to Thursday. That's that's when I talk about like week one, week two, week three, whatever. It's like Friday to Thursday, and the reason that I do that is because it allows me time to do editing so that vlogs can come out on a weekend, or like the just the vlog itself uh, will come out on a Saturday or Sunday usually. I just like having that weekend time, so it's like... I'll start my I'll start my week on a Friday of recording, which is today, which is I think the twenty sixth. I don't even know what the date is today. I'm a mess. Uh, Friday, August twenty sixth. So I just thought it'd be perfect timing because I just got this camera last night, which was perfect because Thursday is the day that I do the outro to the vlog. I wrap it up and say, hey, whatever. Like these are the videos this week, um, and that caps off that thing. So. It's done Thursday, I've got time to edit, and then the vlog usually comes out Saturday. And then other videos I edit and put out along the way, during the week. But, uh, oh man, this is really cool. I just realized, I can see the display 
of like how much time I've been recording because there's a front display. Anyway, I just noticed that now, uh, and I would have seen it sooner, but I I don't have my contacts in yet, um, so I'm just wearing glasses. But I don't like to record with glasses because then there's glare and light and stuff. Anyway, um, gotta switch hands. Yeah, it's just a whole different thing holding it. So first out for first out first off. Uh, shout out to K and K. I'm just gonna gonna give him the team name there uh, for yeah reaching out and then um, just like encouraging me to keep producing videos, especially riding videos with the GoPro um, and just be yeah I don't know it was just like one of those things where I learned a lot about myself and I talked about the art of asking and things like that due to just like I don't know it it was just one of those moments where I was like frustrated and then. I just, I don't know, just how to conduct myself in a different way that is a better way when it comes to certain things. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for um, reaching out and enjoying the videos and giving feedback and then also obviously the, the camera itself that I'm holding right now. So uh, yeah, I, I don't even, I just, I appreciate it so much. So if I keep going in circles, it's just going to be a mess. Um, but anyway... <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, that was just, it's immensely helpful because my other camera is just so far gone that recording with it has been a bummer the past couple of weeks, but I've been able to actually stay consistent with that workaround with the battery pack thing, uh, and when that did work, I was able to still put out one riding video, one conversation, and a vlog. Anyway, a couple quick things about the camera itself. There are some different settings. Uh, I did a lot of research when I first got my my original GoPro, the Hero 5 session, with, like, what should I do for mountain biking? So, basically, this camera is in that same generation. I tuned it this morning to basically do the... To be, the specs are the same that they were in my other camera. Um, just, I don't need to go through all the technical stuff because I don't even understand half of it, but I'm basically shooting in 2.7, um... 30 FPS and like shooting flat and then like like flat color native light whatever um, because there's all these things that I, I, I tuned it for mountain biking it was tuned for mountain biking and I never changed it so there's a thing that I think this was the first generation that came out with a video stabilization right in the camera for GoPro I think that the 5 was the first generation that did it and so that's really important for things like mountain biking or even me holding this now. It's not like I'm holding it perfectly still. Um, but it has video stabilization ingrained in the camera itself. And the thing is, my old camera and this one both can shoot in 4K. But then you don't get the video stabilization. Um, also, I could just shoot like with the color that it sees naturally and be like, oh yeah, those are the colors that it sees. Um, but I shoot in flat. And the reason that I do that is because it's better video quality when you're recording it in flat color. And then I go into Premiere Pro and then I color grade it there and do the editing and add in color. Which, if you've noticed, in my ride videos especially, the colors are sometimes kind of wonky and off. I spent a lot of time at the very beginning trying to get a good template and I made like, um, like a preset to just add on to. But I mean... <laughs> It's mostly because Lethbridge, it's really difficult. It was so difficult, because it's not very green in the coolies a lot of the time. It's mostly yellowish brown, um, and I was trying... 
sometimes the the dirt can look purple if I color whatever the color grading was really complicated for me. Um, I don't think you notice it much in other videos like this one. Color grading it is easier, but trying to do the stuff in the coolies with my presets and not have to start from scratch every time, it the colors can be off. And I think what I'm going to start doing, which I did in this last vlog, is make the colors off on purpose. Because, yes, I like to see the beauty of the coolies and stuff, but I think that there's some different filters and stuff I can use that would just make it look more interesting instead of being like, oh man, that color kind of looks weird. It'll be like, oh man, that looks cool. If it's purposefully off. Um, anyway, I don't think you'll notice a huge difference in video quality. I still tuned this just to the same way that I had the other one. Um, maybe there'll be a difference in recording quality with audio and visual. I don't know for sure. Um, but the other thing is, like, I know that I could shoot in 4K for things like this. I could put this on the tripod if I took the time to do that. And I don't, therefore, I don't need video stabilization. So I could shoot in 4K. But then it just becomes a problem with editing and having to change presets with editing and everything else. I just want to shoot everything as if I'm mountain biking. Like, everything is tuned towards mountain bike videos with using linear versus a wide shot I just feel like it's more real and raw to, to have a linear um, frame uh, whatever there's a whole bunch of technical jargon and specs and stuff that I did again I did a lot of research like days and days of research and trial and error with recording before I ever put out the first vlog because I wanted it to be consistent throughout and I did change some things the first couple weeks, but ever since, like, the first couple weeks, I would say, it's been, like, the same. Colors are different, whatever. And I've started to fiddle around with the audio a little bit in the editing process. But, again, things change a little bit here and there, but I don't want to spend days and days or hours and hours and hours right now doing more research. When I get a new, new, new camera, eventually, when that happens, um, I think then I'll sit down and try to, like, reevaluate why I record the way I record and how I can work with those new technologies to record differently um, and, and they would be better video recordings at that point. Anyway, uh, this is just the first, yeah, this is the first, first video. The really cool thing about having this touchscreen on the back is that as soon as I'm done recording, because I've recorded this kind of intro thing twice already, but even just holding the camera, I was like holding it in a way where it was like cutting off here just because I'm so used to the the whole camera, like my other GoPro, like it's just a cube, like I said. I'm so used to just like it. The, the the lens screen thing takes up the whole space. Like I don't know how to explain that. But whereas this is like it's it's on this half of the camera and it's up. It's in the corner, and so I have to get used to just like oh that is where like I'm I wasn't central in in the viewfinder basically in the lens. Uh, but that's the thing, because it has this touchscreen at the back, and has, and has, like, a speaker, as soon as I'm done recording, I can just flip it around, and, like, look at what I just recorded, and been like, yep, that's good, sounds good, we're, we're good, and, like, I did not have that before, I would have to, like, connect it to the app, and then on my phone, I could look at it, but it was kind of janky that way, anyway, this is just, this changes the game in a lot of ways that makes things a lot easier for me, I don't want to ramble about this too long and then have like an extra, extra crazy long vlog, but K&K, &K, thank you so much, and, uh, oh man, now I remember the other thing that I said. Here's the problem with recording more than once. I say things and then I forget them because I've already said them and I have to re- anyway. Um, it just went along with the fact that like, having that feedback does, it's, it's just an interesting dynamic of like, 
I already want to go and ride new trails. Like, on my own, I want to ride new stuff and push myself to do that. I also like riding trails that I've ridden before and getting more familiar with them when I find a trail I like, because then I can attack it differently and clean it if I haven't cleaned it yet, ride it faster, quicker, maybe some French lines in there, whatever. Um, however, because of all the feedback I get from recording and posting those videos on Trail Forks and YouTube, um, people saying it's helpful for them, I want to go whenever there's a new trail posted, I get curious about it, and there's some that have been there for years I've never done because either they're outside my skill level or I just haven't made my way over there. Um, but if I could get one video on the majority of the trails that we have listed on Trail Forks, that'd be amazing. And so just people supporting me in any way, but especially in this way, enables me and it does push me a little which is not a bad thing there's sometimes i'm like oh, i just want to go ride six miles because it's amazing i want to go ride this or that because it'll just be a lot of fun and i can shred it and it'll just be like a good time and i'm comfortable but sometimes I'm like man i should if this is the only ride i get this week i should maybe take advantage of that and go ride something new and that's not a bad thing if i'm in the mood to do if i'm not in the mood to do it i'm not going to because that wouldn't really end well um but anyway yeah, it, it it pushes me a bit to have... It's not an obligation, but to have that that small audience <laughs> that sees these and appreciates them, um, it does... It's like a, just a little voice in the back of my head being like, hey, there's these other blue trails you haven't done, maybe you should go ride those and, and post a video and it's there, and then it's like... I don't know, there's also that part of me, there's like that weird... FOMO, OCD, like, completest part of me that's, like, have a video on every trail, have a video on every trail, and I, I never will, because there's, there, we do have some blacks here and stuff, um, that I just won't, that sounds weird, some black trails <laughs> that, that, um, are above my skill level and stuff, so, anyway, it, but having that, that audience, having that support, and it's not a financial obligation. That would feel different even more so. Um, and I do do this for fun, but also because I think it's helpful. Especially, I'm speaking mostly of trail videos. Um, but it does motivate me to have that support, even if it is just like a kind word, or like people dropping comments, or things like this, where they're willing to help me out with expenses and technology and stuff like that. Um, yeah, that that kind of support does push me to continue to do those things. And sometimes I need that push. And I don't think that's a bad thing to have that push and feel a little bit of that pressure. Even though no one's actually pressuring me, I'm just feeling like, oh man, like people actually watch this and they find it helpful. Okay, I better go out there and try some new trails um, this week when I've got the time. Anyway, now I'm going to go. And that's 15 minutes of like talking head stuff. Um,